Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, friends. We are back for part two of our interview with Dr. Allison. Uh, We're going to go into kind of food, diet, water, magnetism, all the cool stuff. She's so smart and she's such a good teacher. I hope you guys are really enjoying this conversation with her and uh, we have a lot more to come. So uh, without further ado, here's Dr. Allison. So we talked circadian rhythm. We talked blue light glasses. Um, What else are kind of the big ticket items you think that make a big difference in people's health? Because guys, what we're sharing right now is kind of like, if you don't have Dr. Allison, because not a lot of people do, and we're really lucky that, you know, our squad kind of got in there. Um, it's kind of like they get a little bit of what you offer. Yeah, no, it's great. And, you know, I feel like a lot of what I do is, is not necessarily medicine, right? It's just really education about human biology and how you're functioning that once you learn that, you almost don't need a Dr. Allison, right? Like, you know, really that's what it's truly about. And when I work with patients, I always say, my, my goal is to not have you be a customer. My goal is to help you fine tune your health, find your health. And, and obviously I'm here to then keep fine tuning, but I love that I have patients that sometimes I don't see them for five years. Like I don't need to see them until maybe something has come back up because when I can get people better, they don't need to be a customer. They yeah. can actually just be in my squad, right? Like and when, yeah. when they need me, I'm there. And, and I feel like that that's sort of where your role is, is of course there's medicine, but a lot of what we need to learn in regards to our health is not medicine. And that's kind of where I struggle a little bit of like, where do I, you know, what is my role? In a, in a lot of ways, I love that I have the opportunity to do this as a job where I can work with patients and I have that education and that background. But the more and more I work with with patients, I realize that a lot of what I'm helping them to achieve is 
is not really medicine. It's just really learning about their human health. So another thing I would say is so important is to think about food and, and our diet more at a deeper level where it's not so much the priority of the food that's important, but it's actually secondary to when you're eating the food and how you're eating the food. So I I do think that nutrition is evolving a bit and we're definitely as a culture understanding more and more about our food and how we eat healthier foods and real foods and not processed foods. But I have so many patients that come in my door like struggling with whether or not it's it's weight or GI issues, and they have tried every diet, every weight loss program, exercise more. And, and that's something I feel strongly about that it's not working how it used to work. I, I would have patients be able to put themselves on a diet, exercise a little bit more. And 15 years ago, that, that might have worked for a lot of people. I see so many more people struggling now, and it's because of that circadian link. If your circadian rhythms are broken, that means your gut circadian rhythms are broken. Mm. And it almost doesn't matter what you eat because you're putting food into a sleeping metabolic system. It's just not going to work. But if you can sync it all together, get your circadian rhythm set, wake up your metabolism. Now you eat at the time that your body has woken up and then you put good, nutritious, real foods into that body at the time it can run and then make sure it's getting proper fasting, proper resting. So that way your insulin responses can normalize. And that is just such a game changer. Wow. I never thought about it like that. It's not just what you're eating. It's when you're eating. Yes. Um, it's a really nice reminder. I mean, Kelsey and I went to this very swanky dinner last night and, um, and we're eating at like seven 30, the, the sun had already gone down probably two hours before. Um, we don't have a choice sometimes, but as much of the time as you can have a choice, it's, it's really important to pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I think about it too. I mean, I will certainly make a choice to go to a dinner party or have a meal with, with friends late at night, because I think the value of community and fun and that, that social context outweighs a bit of the, the eating late at night. But I will say, I try to convince my friends to eat earlier, do lunch party. Like, you know, I, I often think, why are we not just having part, the party should be all day and then end when it's dark. Like, why are we always doing things at night? You know, we're well, and it makes no sense because we end up so exhausted. Like yes. last night, by the time we left, I'm yawning. I'm so tired. And then you're tired the next day. Whereas like when we went to your house for dinner, you were like, yeah, start at two. I'm like, two for dinner a day. I thought I was like intense being like, can we do a five o'clock? I always yeah. ask for early, but you're right. Um, the party should be during the day. Why are we doing it at night? Right. I mean, we, we just kind of have things so backwards and, 
And when you start doing things differently, then it also makes you realize like, oh, I don't really want to eat at 730 at night. Like, and it, and it, you know, you maybe can make a different choice. Like if, if we end up eating later for, for whatever reason, I always find myself eating less, you know, not really maybe having as big of a meal as, as I would have in my past. Like when I didn't realize these things. so funny because when you guys came to our new friends giving, uh, we cooked (laughs) so many things, guys. So much food. It was two couples, my dad, Kevin, and us, and we made so much food. We made food for like probably 20, 20 people. And my dad Way goes, more people. <laughs> the people they don't eat. <laughs> I felt so bad because your dad, he made such amazing food. I was really glad Gemma ate all his salad. Like <laughs> there was no problem with that. However, I agree. And I know though, my husband's Italian, like same thing, like tons of food. You always have to wait, make way more than the yeah. people sitting at the table. But I now had that been like 10 o'clock in the morning, we could have eaten all day. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just helps you to think a little differently, right. That, um, you know, maybe this is about a cultural shift, you know, really about, how, how do you just do things differently so that you feel your best, right? I love that. Yeah. I never thought about that till now. Like I, I did know about eating earlier and I've been implementing that and I've been trying to do early dinners with people, but yeah, why, why can't we shift the, the, the idea a little bit because we are exhausted and then it just bleeds into the next day and bleeds into the next day. Kels, I mean, tell me how you're feeling today right? Not great. (laughs) No, because I think like you're saying, it's, it just, it wears on you. Right. And then when it's like, we already have so much going on. I get tired. I was like you, Maria, I was yawning at nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. And so it's, it's picking and choosing. Right. And it was worth it that we went absolutely, but it is crazy. The effect it has on your body. Yeah. So maybe we need to start looking at collectively, like, why not have our Saturday night dinner be a Saturday afternoon to get, get together like you did where it's like, come over at two. And by the way, I was yawning and exhausted <laughs> by like eight o'clock. I'm like, I can't keep my eyes open, but that's because the circuit. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Canadian rhythm is set and it's like, I need to go to sleep. And yeah. Like you guys you go to the, sleep early. Yep. You didn't have like the blue light exposure. I mean, everything like you, we had eaten at the right time. So your body yeah. had digested. It's like, that's how we should feel. Right. Yeah. Which is, which we're so disconnected from that. But I will say this eating at a restaurant at three o'clock is magic because nobody's no there. there. Like it's great. I know. <laughs> you get really great service. You never have to fight for a table. I, I hope everyone doesn't figure this out though, because <laughs> then we will be fighting. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, um, it's, it's really amazing to see how much uh, my body has changed and, Um, And, you know, even Kevin, um, before we met you, we did an interview and uh, her name was Lauren. She's from the Skinny Confidential podcast. She's like, you've got to take the TV out of the bedroom. And it was like World War Three in the house (laughs) that I was proposing this. Kevin was like, what? And now we have not watched television at night for, you know, six months. And we sleep so much better. Um, and you know, I'm going to actually, I felt like the red glasses, my interpretation, because sometimes you learn things and then you're applying so many things. Some things kind of fall to the wayside. I thought the red glasses were more to prepare you to go to sleep, which in a sense it is, but I now realize they're my nighttime blue blockers. It's yeah, a different they're, connection. yeah, they're to preserve your melatonin activation. So mm-hmm. it's really about that melanopsin receptor tuning to that blue light that if you can prevent it from experiencing that it will just do what it should be doing yeah Kels, i want to hear from you again not that this is a a um <laughs> not that this is a proof to everybody why dr allison is amazing but <laughs> we know she is i just want you to give me a little comparison of 
your health journey up till now and then what you've learned from Dr. Allison? Because I know for some people like hearing all this stuff, it's a lot and it's massive lifestyle changes in a sense, even though it's not, it seems like that in the beginning. I remember being on my knees in, in your office, devastated, thinking, how am I going to get healthy? And I had been dealt a little, you know, situation last summer and I'm like, I need help. Um, and I remember you saying, I think, you know, this is like a two year journey. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit, I don't have two years and I can't focus on this. And then you're giving me a small list of things to do, but the circadian rhythm was so much to take in. Um, and, and all the blue light glasses and it was like a lot. Um, but the results have been rapid and, 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 and magnificent. And I know in the new year, we're going to be able to share some really groundbreaking stuff. That's going to be incredible. So Kelsey, I want to hear from you because you know, I was raving and raving and raving and you almost didn't get in the door. Like Dr. Alice, can't fit anybody else in. Yeah. You got in. I know. I'm so grateful. It's so interesting because Dr. Allison, what you were saying earlier um, about how much time you give your patients. First of all, you literally gave me like, I was with you for three, like almost three and a half hours. I gave you the special, like the, the, the off hours treatment and you brought, right. You brought Kevin. No, Kevin was with me too. He he talked too. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it was. Kelsey has an intense story that requires that kind of time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) But that's what was, so that was like my first thing for, well, backing up, I went with Maria and Maria was cool enough to let me kind of like sit in and listen on one of y'all's appointments. And it blew my mind because I've been with, I feel like every doctor under the sun from functional to natural, to this, to that, to like, and listening to you with Maria, like just the research you do, the in-depth, like you're so brilliant and you're so just like, like you connect pieces that I feel like people miss. So that's really what for me and my experience so far with you. And it was funny because I was even sharing with my mom and we were both like, I feel like you've been told all these things, but no one's ever connected the dots and people have missed parts of the story and like missed crucial things that are affecting me that you came in and you're like, why is no one ever talked about autoimmune with everything that's going on with you? Why is no one ever talked about, you know, this? So for me, I just think that like, that was so truly earth shattering. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. And then also you weren't like, Hey, go get like these 72 other expensive appointments or supplements or this or that. You were like, okay, here's a small list of supplements, Kelsey, and get outside in the morning and get sunlight. And we're going to start there. Yeah. I mean, actually, I feel like that's such an important point that, um, you know, I, I kn- I'm glad that you shared that. It's like, I know how many practitioners you've been to. And I think, you know, like, like you said, some of it's been really valuable. It obviously got you here, but you were at the point where you just needed more. And I have so many patients walking in my door now with like a lot of that confusion of now you've gone to five different functional medicine practitioners. You've probably gone to five different conventional medical yeah. practitioners. And now you have tons of test results. You have tons of information. And what the heck do you do? With it, right? <laughs> yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. And I am fortunate because now I've had so much experience of, I mean, patients coming in with notebooks of of test results and boxes of supplements and that's just not the answer now 
it's helpful to have all that information, you know? So I think like for your experience, we just filled in the, the blanks. There were some things that were missing from your And story. I have to say, you let me send you my 72,000 tests yeah, that I had already yeah. done. Yeah. And yeah, you looked I, at them all, which was like <laughs> just so cool. Right. So, I mean, I kind of think of myself as like the detective, but but probably because I was I was like the weird kid in high school that liked physics and calculus and I just couldn't figure out what I loved most. So I wanted to be able to put it all together. And, you know, for me, fortunately, medicine's been able to meld all of that together. And I I use a lot of physics, quantum physics, which I wish was taught in medical school. I don't think it is because it would just eat up too much time. Um, but I will say it's something I wish my colleagues knew more about. And, and maybe a lot of like what we're going to we're going to talk about will be understanding some of that really basic quantum physics that you can apply to how your body's working. But coming back to, you know, you mentioned Kelsey, like, it's not about just taking gobs of supplements and eating a certain way and exercising a certain way, that's really distracting from the true healing process. I use supplements in such a specific way where I would love it if, if we needed no supplements, like that's really the honest truth. Like that's the goal is to get to the point where your body could run on very minimal support, but that's where like I use the labs very specifically to to understand what's missing from your regenerative potential and fill in only those things that are missing, like not the pile that most people get from functional medicine, which is which is challenging because now that's a big obstacle for a lot of people. If they hear like, oh, a functional medicine doctor, they're like, wait a second, I can't afford that. That's a $1,000 bill, a $5,000 bill. And, and that's unfortunate because my goal would be to only replete what the body needs, only do it for the period of time it needs to be done for, and really try to restore the health. But I think what's missing in a lot of medicine is that we don't actually do the things to restore how the body's working. I mean, light is a conversation I think very few of my colleagues are talking about. And the ones that are, they are just not making friends in the industry. So unfortunately, <laughs> I think a lot of the information's not getting out. I mean, seeing sunrise in the morning is free. You know, it's like, if you're a doctor, you're not really, maybe it's not the most lucrative way to run your business. I mean, I'm fortunate because I'm in Northeast Connecticut. It, I live a very, I would say a simple life. I don't need to be having patients buy 20 supplements to function. Like it's, it's a good place to be, but in medicine, if you're if your livelihood depends on recommending those 20 supplements, it's a really tough place to be. And that's kind of where functional medicine's going right now, instead of really thinking about like, okay, there could be some purposeful things, but how do you actually get this body running? It runs on light, water, and magnetism. And do we ever talk about that, right? Like those are topics that we should definitely delve into 
because it's so helpful if you learn those principles. That's what you know, NASA looks for for life on other planets, light, water, magnetism. If we understand those things and how it applies to your health, you can really run that body and be that CEO. So we got light, we didn't do water, and we didn't do magnetism. I know, which are no. so important. <laughs> so I mean, light is such an important part of the story. And if we really prioritize, they all have their unique spots in and roles in our health. So I'm really glad. Like I, I think it's a it's something that's so missing is that we're not really thinking about our body is tuning to the light that we're experiencing. So every moment of every day trying to consider that and and adjust what you're doing to to get the best light environment possible is just so critical. So, you know, do your best there. Water is I mean, water is an amazing topic and water is something that we think exist as water in the glass, you know, that we're drinking, but the water within our body is completely different. I would absolutely recommend a separate, like really full water discussion. We will. <laughs> Only because water, the more you learn about water, you will have your mind blown about water. But water is a great topic because I think in like the the health space, like the biohacker space, um, it's gotten a little bit confusing and and a little bit again like distracting because now we're hearing about like structured water and vortex water and alkaline water and all these water opportunities. But really, when it comes down to it, it's about the water that your body is making for yourself. And that's happening at the level of the mitochondria. And that is one of the most critical things that your body does for you to run your health. So the water that your mitochondria make does determine the health or disease of your entire being. The water that you put into your body can really be detrimental depending on where you're getting the water from, what's in the water. I mean, there's just sadly so much um, toxic water now. I mean, even just down to knowing that I think 75% is the number of, of water source, natural water sources have glyphosate in them now. So, I mean, we're drinking water that's really no longer pure. And then we need to process that water within our body. And that can disturb the water that our body is making for us. What is glyphosate? Yeah, I mean, glyphosate, we mostly know about it as Roundup, you know, so pretty much we're pretty aware of Roundup being everywhere. I mean, so many people have it maybe in their garage because they're using it to kill the dandelions like in their yard. Glyphosate is used, you know, pretty ubiquitously in agriculture, um, very unfortunately. And we've just accepted it as being okay for human health. The problem is that it, it affects everything that our human cells interact with, like our microbiome. Um, very importantly, that it affects our 
are non-human cells within our body. And we need those cells to really co-collaborate with our health. So when that's affected, that will absolutely affect the functioning of our health. And that's a really great topic. I love glyphosate and how it affects the human body and talking about that because we don't realize that our conventional food system is just filled with glyphosate. So if you're not really thinking about where your food came from, how it was processed, it probably has glyphosate. And then when you eat that, it actually destroys your microbiome and your microbiome makes things for you to function. One of, I mean, one of the most important things it makes for you are some of your essential amino acids, which then are the building blocks for all of your neurotransmitters. And let's just talk about how much anxiety and depression we have as a culture. You know, there's no doubt some linkage back there to things like glyphosate. So if we're buying organic vegetables and fruit, are we safe from the glyphosate? Technically not. Yes. So, cause it's everywhere, you know, well, it's not organic. organic. <laughs> so this is the truth though. It's like, there's, so it's in the water, it's in the, the, the water droplets in the air. So, you know, we are, it's, it's a tricky thing. It's definitely not my expertise to know every detail, but I know enough about glyphosate to be helpful to my patients. And like, for example, we know in California where there are tons of organic farms, there's a lot of water filled with glyphosate. There's a lot of rainwater filled with glyphosate. So you might be an organic farmer, but what's in your water? You know, what's in the rain? Because what if there's a non-organic farm down the street? Yes. So we're all fucked. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I mean, listen, I listened to an interview with Zach Bush, who Dr. Zach Bush, who was on the show as well. And he talked about how the rain and the water and the light, uh, the air, everything is contaminated, which was very depressing. Um, so what do people have to avoid and how do you get around it? Yes. You know, I, I, I try not to be all like doom and gloom thinking about it because sometimes those are really heavy topics. Like yeah. when you really sit down and think about it, you think that like we are doomed. Yep. However, you know, the, the hope is that there is such a, a drive toward regenerative farming practices and people growing their own gardens. I mean, we know with, with 2020, you know, many people started growing their own gardens again. And, and that's a, a really amazing thing, because if you have a little bit more control of where your food's coming from, how you're growing your food, like what you're putting on your food. I mean, I think about your dad's beautiful garden, like that's an amazing garden. Like that's where we need to start we have to think about the fact that it's just not going to be perfect. And that if our immune system is working really well, if our diversity of our microbiome is really robust, really, we have to consider that we can get by with some of these exposures and it won't crush our health. That's where we have to be hopeful that it's not all doom and gloom and that we're going to clean up this food. So that way it's just not all filled with glyphosate. 
What is your recommendation on how much water to drink? Because I feel like there's been like this move of popularity to drink 20 gallons a day, <laughs> like not literally, but everyone's drink, 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 drink. And they've got all these timers. Have I drink enough today? And what, yeah. what do you think about all of that? I mean, you know, I have actually seen quite a bit of, of overhydrated people. So kind of with that, that drive to drink, 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 drink. I've had patients come in. I'm like, you are just overhydrated to the point where it's actually affecting you in a negative way. So that's important that you don't actually want to over drink water. The other thing to consider though, is that if you are, are in a health compromise, if you are in a, in a disease state, it's likely that your mitochondria won't be making enough water for you. And, and that's a really interesting story. It's kind of a, a unique one where um, some of the, the probably the best research is coming out of Russia where they kind of learned about um, the different hydrogen isotopes that are within water that are different within the human biology that really do affect the water production within the body. So in the perfect state, you would be able to drink really to thirst and your mitochondria would make enough water for you as long as you were fueling your body with adequate electrons from fat. It's the fat that would produce the most water at the mitochondrial level. Now, that's a really good functioning body. I would say that's not most bodies and not ones that I see. So then we have to think about how do we get pure water sources, ideally those that come from more northern latitudes. Um, we know that some of the best quality water are like Icelandic waters. That's actually a story about the hydrogen isotopes. It's a, it's a deuterium story, which is a great topic, but one that's a lot of physics. So that's another one, another day. Deserve that. Um, but it's something that is very important that we understand because that deuterium content of your water can then affect your body's ability to fractionate those hydrogen isotopes, which could then kink up your mitochondrials. The mitochondria is bioenergetics, which is, which is part of our story of why all humans are just running on low energy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you drink or you suggest drinking more like Icelandic kind of waters and probably not out of plastic bottles. Yeah. You know, ideally they're, um, ideally, yes, ideally not. So what, what we're kind of hoping for is that we can get these Northern latitude waters. I find that the Icelandic ones are the easiest to find. I am sure there are great sources out of Canada, but they don't really seem to be imported to the U S I find the Icelandic pretty easy to, to find. Um, you know, the other option would be just to, if you have a well, you know, you like test your well water. And then if you want to, you know, do a little bit of filtration. I, I filter mine because it has a, a glyphosate filter on there too, just to make sure that there isn't any of that in the water. Um, but 
that's definitely something to consider. You know, spring water is considered better, but now again, we don't really know if if the glyphosate level hasn't been tested. Um, it's kind of a cool experiment. You can send your water to um, like a water testing facility and they can tell you what the level is. Yeah, I just yeah. did it upon your recommendation, but does it tell you if it has glyphosate? I don't remember you, looking for yeah, that. Yeah, you actually have to ask, they can, they can do it, but you have to ask for it specifically. Oh, so I'm going to yeah. have to come back and check. Yeah, I know. One My dad's thing. garden can't be glyphosate <laughs> No, 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 right? <laughs> um, and what about the magnetism? Give us like the brief kind of overview of that. Yeah, so we actually run on magnetism. And a lot of times we do not talk about this at all. I feel like most people don't actually really know much about magnetism other than like the the magnet that like draws the the iron filings to it that you probably saw in some like science museum back when you were a kid. And and the important thing about magnetic fields is that our so I, I mentioned the mitochondria, but our mitochondria actually have little nanomotors within them called the ATPase that create magnetic fields. And it's a whole area of, of science, really the quantum physics behind it. But it, it is how our body actually runs its energetic systems. So we know we exist with these magnetic fields, but it's actually how we run to create this energy. So it's how all of that electron flow occurs within our body. But it's us actually tuning to the earth fields that actually allow all of that to work. So it's a it's a really deep conversation about how our body runs on magnetism, but how we tune to both the electric and magnetic fields of the earth, especially when we talk about magnetism, though, it's at night. So think about the electric field, the electro part of electromagnetism is the light part. The magnetic fields are actually what's called the, the Schumann resonance of the earth that we tune to at night, ideally while we're sleeping. But I, I, I don't know if you've talked about some of your grounding practices too um, mm -hmm. with, your, with your show, um, but then some of that is to help us tune more closely to the earth's magnetic field. So, but I ground in the morning. Should I be grounding at night? Yeah, no, so, so you know, wouldn't perfect world, you'd be sleeping on the, the ground at night and you'd actually get that magnetic field. Obviously, this is not the case. But I don't know if you've ever gone camping and like realized how great you felt like sleeping close to the ground. Like it, it really does feel different. Wow. That's because you're very close to the Earth's magnetic field. But but technically not. And, you know, you're I hopefully if you can create a safe place in your your own field, you can still tune to some of the magnetic fields. That's getting a little bit distorted because of all of the, the artificial fields we've created, the, the 5G, the 4G, you know, Wi-Fi, all these um, unfortunate signals that are alien signals do get in the way of those electromagnetic fields that are native to us. And that can affect how how that magnetic field is actually working within us. 
But that's another, like, it's such a cool conversation. You can talk about all these different parts of magnetism, but it is important to think about we we actually emit a magnetic field. You know, in a really healthy working body, your heart emits a magnetic field up to 22 feet. And, and a lot of that is why you might feel, you know, drawn to certain people. You might not, you might feel not drawn to certain people. Um, and I think that we often use that word about like the magnetic people, right? Like if someone might be, have a magnetic personality, well, they literally probably do. Yeah. And it's energy. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So I, um, I think it's definitely worth a, a whole other conversation to get deeper into it. But I think for now, uh, the grounding part of it is great. And I think, you know, we all have to just kind of, as Kev says, gather the data when we go on these, you know, retreats and like, you know, these like peaceful places, wherever it is, or like for me, when I'm in Connecticut, that's why I love being there so much. I am in complete nature. It's not the frenetic, like electric grid that it is here in LA. And I feel great. I went, um, uh, what do they call it? Forest bathing a few years ago Yeah, in, uh, in California, but it was this beautiful trail and we're hugging trees and we're doing this whole thing. And then at the end, we're doing this meditation under the moonlight on the rocks and it was just so like, you just felt so clean and great. And then I remember walking back and you see this beautiful view of the city. And I felt like I was being electrocuted. And I was like, wow, the difference between where I was and how I was feeling and what I'm seeing we live in without awareness all day long was so stark. And I think just even raising awareness to that so you can see how important it is to go out and get into nature. I think people are really connecting to nature more, yeah. uh, probably out of necessity, because instinctually we see how, um, how bad we feel in our current environments. So we, we crave the environments that um, are healthier. And so hopefully people will do more of those you know, little teepee adventures and just totally. get into nature because that is what your health is screaming for. Yeah. I mean, there's the field theory, which really is that we, we tune to the environment that we're in and we adapt to it very quickly. So you can take yourself in California, but bring yourself to Connecticut and your body will want to immediately tune to that. So it's an amazing thing. Um, and it's something that I, I think it's so important to think about, like, how do you build that into your experience as much as possible? Mm -hmm. Because it is meaningful every little bit that you can create a field that your body's experiencing that is calming, that is grounded, that is not filled with this frenetic energy is allowing then your nervous system to do its normal reset, to, to really thrive in that parasympathetic state versus that constant chronic stress state, which so much of what we experience turns on those chronic stress messages. And when that's the field that you're experiencing, it just stays in that mode and it's hard to get out of it. And I think it's what a lot like a lot of people are struggling with is knowing it doesn't feel right, but then not knowing how to fix it. 
I know. Well, I'll tell you, it just kind of hit me when I go to Connecticut, I feel so much peace. This last trip for Thanksgiving, I remember like not getting out of my PJs most days. I was just like working with my PJs. I wanted to sleep a lot. I was really tired. And I realize now when you talk about the field, the field here is frenetic. So you stay frenetic. Yes. And then when you're not in it, your body's like, oh, thank God I can rest. I can heal. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's what happened. And yeah. so, wow. I mean, listen, there's, there's future episodes where we'll talk about all this stuff. And I want to talk about also where the most healing areas in our world are to live. Because I know that our vortex in Connecticut is very healing. Um, and I know LA is very unhealing. I know New York is very unhealing. And so um, you see very clearly people who move to these areas and get sick soon after. Um, so I want to share all of that with everybody as we keep kind of these conversations going. But for now, I think just kind of being aware of all of these things and realizing that things can be reversed. You can accumulate good health decisions, yeah. just like you accumulated maybe the negative <laughs> ones. And, and it can be as easy as going out and getting natural sun and, um, and protecting yourself, you know, from the lighting inside and, um, and some of these things. So um, with that, I will say thank you. As a first-time mom of the baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Oh, it's been <clears> great. <throat> this is so fun. I've been waiting to do this for so long and we have so much to talk about. And then we'll have my whole health journey to share. That'd be awesome. In the new year, because we've had mind-blowing success in such a short amount of time. So, well, you know, you proved to me that you were all in. So I think it's so important for you to share that, like you chose the A, right? Like really when it came down to it, you had a decision to make and, and it's tough because we only had first met and I gave you a lot of tasks. And, and I always say to my patients, like I... I may not be your cup of tea, but I will tell you how to achieve the A. It's your choice and not everyone can do it. But I, I was so amazed with your journey and, and your journey so far. It's been amazing because you've really chosen to take the path that's not the easy path, right? Yeah. The one that has created some some tough times and tough decisions, but then to be able to impact so many, like with your own personal journey, that's really what it's all about. As you get better, you then pass that on that, you know, and, and it becomes exponential. And 
if that can happen everywhere, then we can actually create a healthier culture of people. Yeah. I mean, that's my goal with the Heal Squad, right? We're doing this together. We're sharing the information. We're on the journey. um, And we can keep applying small things, you know, that will accumulate and make us better together. So um, it's really exciting. So thank you. I look forward to our next chat. I look forward to seeing you back East soon. Um, And friends, we'll put uh, links to different things we talked about in the summary of this episode. I'm also going to work on uh, that company for the Blue Blockers and see if they'll give us a little affiliate discount for you guys. Um, And then that's it. Until next time, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. (laughs) This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menounos or mariamenounos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.